so excited to share this special podcast series with you. A few days ago, I sat down with some of my 2021 Flower Boss Bootcamp graduates, and I wanted to just let you in, give you a little sneak peek, go behind the scenes, and allow you to hear directly from them the real success stories and the real transformation that happens when you take action and the magic that is this program. Steph runs Trestle and Twig in Sydney, Australia. And I know for so many of you, her story is just going to hit you in the heart. Steph is a beautiful human being who finally took the plunge, said enough is enough, and to hear her story of how much she was falling out of love with flowers, how much her business wasn't bringing her joy, and to be able to hear from her firsthand what it's like to experience a totally different way of running a flower business. And I know for so many florists that you're at a point in your business where you're like, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. And I want you to know there is a way out. You can create a business that you love and lead with service and be fulfilled creatively and make money. You don't have to have the trade-off, and I think Steph's story is such an incredible example of that. I also know that for so many of you, there is an intimidation factor, and one of the things I love about Steph is how upfront and honest she is about what she thought it would be like to work with me and how intimidated she was to sign up to the program and how much courage she felt she had to muster to be able to show up. And then she's realizing, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> Kathleen is like as genuine and beautiful and lovely as you want her to be. And she shows up exactly the way that you want her to show up. And she teaches you how to create the confidence that you feel is unattainable in your own business. And it's so interesting because I hear from people all around the world about the fact that they think I was born this way. And I tell my students all the time, you should talk to my mother and you should have seen what I was like as a kid. I teach you the skills that you need to learn how to show up with this confidence because it did not come naturally to me, but I want to teach you how to do this. And I have taught Steph how to do this and I cannot wait to see what happens in her business. So what I want you to do when you listen to Steph's story is really pay attention to the way that she now thinks about her business. She was so unhappy as a floral designer. She took action because she didn't want to tolerate unhappiness anymore. She knew that there had to be a better way. She didn't accept the current state of the nation as the only reality. She put her foot down and stopped telling herself, well, someday I'll be ready. Someday I'll make that happen. Instead, she had her own back and she took 
action. She put her hand up and she made the decision to join this program. And when you hear her story and you hear her talk about her business, I also want to remind you that all of this happened in a 90-day window. We dive right in to the juicy bits. We dive right in to learning how to show up with confidence. We dive right in to me giving you the skills that you need and giving you permission to decide that you get to dictate your own version of success and you do not have to forsake money, creativity, or service. You can build a business that has all three. And I am so excited to share her story with you so that you can hear what is possible when you take the plunge and you sign up to this program. And when I tell you that you're going to blow your own dang mind with what you can achieve, Steph is such an incredible example of making that happen. So I hope you enjoy hearing her story. Grab your spot by visiting flowerbossbootcamp.com and let's get to work. Okay, we're going to jump the water. Steph. Uh, I'm Steph and I am the owner of Trestle and Twig. I am based in Sydney in the inner west and um, I've owned this business with a, in a partnership since about 2018 and then as a sole trader for the last few years. Uh, and I just really love this program. Uh, I was a little bit intimidated by Kathleen. <laughs> Um, at first, I think, because I, I felt like, oh, wow, she shows up with so much confidence and, uh, I'm not used, I wasn't used to that. Uh, but then getting to know Kathleen and where that confidence comes from and the way that, uh, it's about building that in yourself and being able to encourage others to have the kind of confidence that she has. I think that's a really beautiful and amazing part of the community that is created around uh, being floral designers and the way that the program runs. So yeah, I really, really love it. It's amazing. It's amazing. And I want, um, it's really interesting when I hear people say they're intimidated by me because I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Because I am intimidated by so many people. And I was like, oh, oh, I get it, right? Like, because I have, you know, learned that nobody gives a rat's ass about what I do. <laughs> and that nobody's paying attention. And I very intentionally practice that thought on purpose. And I just keep thinking, you know, one of my mentors is just such an incredible example because she is this person who just shows up with confidence in every situation. And she's like, no, confidence doesn't come from somebody else giving it to you. Right. We're not, you know, special unicorns where somebody can just take their sparkly um, sequins, ribbons, wands and tap you over the head and be like, I hereby grant you confidence. It's like, if you talk to my parents, I was not born this way, right? The first day that my mother dropped me off at preschool, full meltdown, it wasn't a great situation, so never went back again, right? I would not leave my mother's side. I would not, like, let go of her, 
right? So this is not something that I was like, I'm not one of those little kids that was like, put me on center stage, guys, let's go, right? It's like, okay, let's brace the discomfort, right? If these humans are able to understand that transformation is possible, if these beautiful people who want to make money as floral designers need me to embrace the discomforts, let's go, right? I am willing to make a fool of myself for however many minutes I need to (laughs) and lean into the discomfort of it if it means that we can all raise our game, right? I am happy to be you know, put myself on the stake on the top of the volcano. (laughs) So Steph, I'm going to jump to you. And what did you think when you signed up for the program? What do you think, like, what did you believe was the biggest problem you wanted solved? I think the biggest problem for me was just feeling really stuck. i I think I'd come to a point in my business where I had this really awful experience with a client. I didn't price properly. I didn't sell it properly. Uh, ended up doing all of this work and feeling just completely hollowed out by that experience. And I thought, I don't want to do floristry if this is what it's meant to be like. And so I knew that something needed to change in there. And I guess when I came across the program, I thought she's speaking my language. (laughs) She's talking about the kinds of issues that I as a small business owner am encountering with clients, uh, trying to work out how to communicate the real value of what I produce um, and see that reflected in the results. I really needed just motivation and, and solutions, actual practical solutions, but not just that, but actually all of the mindset stuff around that to support that uh, because I think part of the reason that I was creating those results was because I wasn't showing up as a person who really wanted to do weddings that were worth more than, you know, a couple of thousand dollars. Like to me at the time, that was like, impossible to ask anyone to spend more than that. Mm. Um, But one of the amazing things that we do in the program is we talk about money stories. And I spent time, a lot of time reflecting on that and got to see how my own money stories, the way that I think about money and the way that I think about it for myself and what it means that that was creating particular types of results in my business. Uh, and really being able to recognize that has meant that I'm a lot more comfortable now with calling myself out on that and saying, hang on, that's a story that I'm telling myself. What evidence is there out there that people spend more than $2,000 on a wedding? (laughs) A lot, a lot. Uh, And why why can't I try for that? Why can't I show up as a person who will do that? And I think the tools that um, lots of the things that we've done in the course have helped me to think that way and helped me to actually get there. Yeah. So that was a kind of a main problem. And I think there's, there's been so much help in finding a way towards building the kind of business that I really want to do. Yeah. And I'm so glad to hear you say, like when you bring up the work that we do around unpacking our own money story, because 
I don't think any of us walk around with any awareness of the fact that we have a money story, right? We don't, our industry, nobody talks about making money, right? We are very unconscious of the, of what the meaning that we add on to money. And it's so interesting that when we don't have awareness around what we're making $2,000 mean, right? If we don't have awareness on that, then all of a sudden we're going to take all of that story and put it on our client. And then exactly as you say, right, that affects how we show up as human beings. And, you know, I certainly, I had that story for a really long time and I thought, wow, $2,000 on wedding flowers, that's a lot of money, right? And you see how much that's not serving your business and you see how much that's not serving your clients, right? Like, the humans on the planet don't need judgment from us as to how they want to spend their money, right? If they want to spend their money and pay $500 for a Valentine's Day arrangement or $30,000 for wedding flowers or spend $5,000 on their daughter's first birthday, we're here for it, right? It's going to be beautiful and amazing. And we don't need to judge our clients on their decision to spend that much money, right? But if we don't know that we're doing that, right, and we don't have that awareness, it just is such a blind spot, right? And it's so interesting how many different places that manifests itself in our business, right? Because I think back to, oh my gosh, somebody's going to pay $100 for a bouquet? Whoa. Literally, that was me, right? $100 for a bouquet, that's insane, and now I'm just like, oh, how much do you want to spend? 200, 500, 400. Great. Amazing. Oh, it's going to be stunning because it's going to be stunning. <laughs> and I'm here to be of service to our customers and our clients and allow them to spend that much money. Right. And I think I remember when you had your aha moment around your thoughts about people spending that much money. Right. And I was like, oh, this, this is where this is like the magic happens. Yeah, totally. It was I remember writing in the community, guys, I'm so sorry. I was so judgy about rich people <laughs> oh, because it was, I really was. And it was awful to hear myself say the things that I did, but such a release moment to realize I don't have to think that anymore. And I don't want to be that kind of business owner anymore. I can be right. something different. Totally. Right. And, and make room for, and like, I just imagine you with your clients, like literally like, I am here to give you a giant hug. How much do you want to spend? And whatever number comes out of their mouth is amazing. Right. And that awareness that you have now where it's like, it doesn't even matter how many zeros they say, <laughs> <laughs> right. You're like, yeah, I'm in for it. And it then makes our entire wedding inquiry and sales process so simple, right? Because then we're just going, Oh, it's just facts, right? You want this kind of archway? Here's the number. You want this kind of installation? Here's the number. You want that this like alternating elevated and low table arrangements? Here's the number, right? And it we let go of our judgment around ourselves and we let go of our judgment around our clients around their appetite for paying that much money, which serves our business in such phenomenal ways, right? Because then your earning potential just skyrockets because we're not sitting here limiting ourselves right and it is it's just that awareness is what really starts to change the game for us because it's like well what am I making $2,400 mean 
right? And is that true? Exactly as you said, right? Like, is, is that the truth? Is this a fact? Would everybody agree with me that $2,400 is a lot? The answer is no. <laughs> right? And going, oh, okay, so I can let that story go. Right. And I can step into my client's shoes. And if they decide that $2,400 is a lot, that's no problem. I come back with an alternative solution. <laughs> okay, Steph, I want to hear from you. What is your favorite um, aha moment from the last three months? There are a couple. One was the employer, employ, employer versus employee mindset. So that is particularly around pricing, that the, the CEO sets the prices and the employee tells the customer the prices and has no authority to change them. Uh, I think because for people like us who are so, we feel so much for our clients uh, and we have these stories around how much to charge and how much not to charge, it's so easy for me to go in to a, a meeting and just to change the price to say, oh, I'll do you a special deal because, you know, you're nice or whatever. And I remember thinking about that and what I was doing and going, I'm totally just, I, I'm saying that this is a, an unusual experience, but it's not. <laughs> this is not unusual for me to do this. How can I get out of this pattern? It was just such a revelation to think, I can switch mindsets and say, I can say no to people. I, I'm sorry, that's not how much that costs. I cannot do you any discounts. I cannot do you any special deals. This is the price. And not out of like a mean-spiritedness either. I think coming from a place of genuine love and service, it does no one any service if I favour one client over another. It does no one any service if I don't, quote correctly um, because that's not being honest about what flowers actually cost mm. uh, and it's not being fair to myself as the designer uh, and I think because I want to be a business owner of uh, love and service and truth and integrity uh, and being really genuine having that mindset of I've done all the calculations I know what kind of work I want to produce. That is the price. And having then the ability to say, no, I'm just the employee. I just tell you what the price is. And if it doesn't suit you, here are your options. But otherwise, no, I, let, me, let me helpfully show you someone who can give you what you want. Like just finding all those ways of trying to love and serve people. I think that mindset of employee and employer plus that love and service, they were the that was just a, a magical jam for me that went, oh, I have some ways forward on this. It's so great. Yeah. And I think too, because we are so driven by the service aspect of our work, right? That's really what keeps us so passionate and connected. I mean, flowers are pretty, right? But we could be flowering on our weekends if we wanted to, right? But this idea of the value that we are contributing to humanity and to these events and to these experience and, and being able to be Santa Claus because these families cannot be together and it is mom's birthday or somebody did just have a baby. Like that's so strong for us and it can really get in our way when we then layer on top of it, the I feel bad narrative for this price, 
right? But if we let go and we decide we don't have to give ourselves that job, right? Because we're a crap ass employee if we just arbitrarily change the prices on things. No other business was employ us. So why would we allow that behavior in our own business? But knowing we can still come from a place of service because it can be incredibly helpful to say to your client, oh, if you don't want to spend $3,000 on that ceremony feature, then don't spend anything. It's a beautiful venue. And last time I checked, it's about you and the dress, or it's about you two and your experience with your friends and family. So don't detract from that. And giving them permission to be okay with their decision in what they want to invest money in and what they don't want to invest money in. And we can only do that, right? If we have that awareness of we don't have to have that judgment over the price and we can come from a place of service, right? And do this from pure love. Totally. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think that was one of the things that I was a bit scared of at first uh, because I thought, oh, I don't want to become a mean person to succeed here. Surely I can be genuine and lovely and nice and helpful and make money. And I can, which is awesome. Right. And it's so incredible, right? Because we're so conditioned to believe it's like all or nothing, right? It's either about creativity or it's about money, right? And it's like, well, maybe there's like a third dimension, right? Maybe we can bring together money, creativity, and love and service in one magical place. <laughs> like, it's just like, what? What do you mean? This is like utopia, my friends. Like we're so blessed to be able to do this work and to then have the support of everybody around us who's like, hey, this is hard. And we're like, yes, it is. <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> what would you say to somebody who's just kind of on the fence in terms of, I don't know if I should sign up? Oh, this is, this is freaking amazing. <laughs> This is way, way more than I thought that I was paying for. And it's paying me back. It's not just, you know, oh, I outlay this. I think this was the frustration I had with some other things that I invested in before. I thought, okay, this will help me. And then it kind of did, but it actually really didn't because I didn't see the, you know, the results. I mean, I didn't do an $87,000 wedding, but I managed to book a wedding that is three times the amount that I had previously even thought that I could ask for in a matter of two emails. And just that blew me away. It wasn't, and that's not even the most important bit. I think the growth that you go through as a person and what you can realize that you're capable of doing is worth far more than what I think you pay for. Yeah. You really, you really do have nothing to lose. So amazing. Oh, so amazing.